tonight. The play begins amid a swirl of street life in Victorian London. Happy groups pass, brightly costumed carolers and families call out to one another and sing joy to the world softly as the children talk. Bob Cratchit, a smelly clerk who works in Scrooge's office, comes in. He takes some coal from the mound and puts it into a small bucket. Scrooge's nephew Fred enters, talks with the children, gives them soul cakes, and sends them away with a happy non-offensive holiday. Merry Christmas, Uncle Scrooge. Hey, Fred, if you haven't noticed, I'm trying to run a business here. So unless you have something to tell me regarding that, leave me be. Oh, Uncle Scrooge, always so focused on making another buck. I know you love Christmas, don't be so coy. Fred, I mean this with every ounce of my being. I cannot stand Christmas. Now please, leave before I say something I would rather not say. Now, Uncle Scrooge, I only want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Sometimes you will realize that there are more important things in life than money. Santa will not be bringing you anything but coal if you keep being so crotchety-rotchety. Crotchety? I am not crotchety! What I am is about two seconds from throwing you out of this building. I'm trying to run a fucking business, and all you can say over and over is Merry Christmas. Merry fucking Christmas. Christmas is nothing more than buying gifts you can't afford for people you can't stand. A time for moving one step closer to the endless dirt nap. If I had my way, every goddamn idiot who says Merry Christmas would be muzzled until December 26th. Now, Uncle Scrooge, that's just wrong. You can't go around censoring people simply because you disagree with them. What's so wrong about enjoying something that makes so many people happy? Nephew, if you want to live to see tomorrow, you better start walking out that door. But, Uncle, it hurts me to see you so alone. The only thing that pains me is not being alone. This whole Christmas time has not done you any good, and it never will. I intend to continue making a living while you screw around wishing other fools a Merry Christmas. Again, you old, sad bastard. There are times in life where you don't have to make money. Do you profit from sleep? Do you make dividends on your meals? No, I don't think you do. So, I ask, why should Christmas be thrown in the trash because you aren't profiting from it? I can't believe I even have to tell you this. There are so many important things in life that you will not make a dollar off of, but they are necessary and good nonetheless. For God's sake, man, get your act together before it's too late. Oh, you and your high horse can fuck right off. Don't be so angry, Uncle Scrooge. Why don't you come have dinner with the family tomorrow? It will do you some good to get out of this dusty old office. I will eat alone tomorrow, and you will leave right now. But why? Why? Really? Why did you marry that skank? Do not talk about my wife that way, you sad excuse for a man. I love her and she loves me more than you could say about anyone. I do love something, you little twat, and that is being alone. Now get out and goodbye. Oh, give me a break. You never bothered to come see me when I was single and ready to mingle. Now that I'm happily married, you want to use that as an excuse to not come see me. Get out! I'm sorry that your life is so sad. I did my best to not forget you around the holidays, and this is the thanks I get. While you wallow away in self-pity, I will think about you during this time of year, and I won't let you kill my Christmas spirit. So Merry Christmas, Uncle Fucker. Get out! And a happy fucking New Year. Get out, you little fuck! Fred hesitates as if to say something more. He sees that Scrooge has gone to get a book down from the shelf, and he starts to leave. As he leaves, the doorbell rings. Bells. 
All these fucking bells. Cratchit, get in here. What do you need, sir? The bell, you idiot. Go see who it is. Right away, sir. Merry Christmas. All these fucking inbreds always shouting Merry Christmas. You have a visitor, sir. Should I send him in? Of course I have a visitor. Just another person intent on making my life a living hell. Send him in. Yes, sir. Who are you? What do you want? Hello, sir. This is Scourge and Marley's, correct? You must be Mr. Marley. Marley died seven years ago tonight. Thank you for reminding me. What the hell do you want? I apologize for my error, sir. I am sure that his generosity and kindness lives on through you. See? Mr. Scourge? Here. Sir, take my car. Really? Kindness living on through me? You really didn't do your research before coming here. What is it you want? Well, being that it is Christmas time... It's winter and it is cold. For sure. That's more or less why I'm here. The poor and the homeless have a terrible time this time of year, as the cold makes their lives even more miserable. Many people are in desperate need of things you and I take for granted, sir. Even more are in need of basic necessities, sir. Are there companies looking to hire workers? Certainly. Are these people applying for these positions? They may be, sir, but still, there are more and more that cannot work. Is welfare and unemployment not enough to get them by? Well, sir, it could be, but they are in great need of more than the bare minimum. Well, thank goodness. For a moment there, I thought perhaps the jobs had all been filled and the social programs had run dry. Sir, this time of year is one of cheer and merriment, and these things you have mentioned cannot provide that to the poor people who suffer on the street. For that reason, a few of us are hoping to raise funds to get the poor some gifts, food, warm places to stay during this winter season. We felt this was the best time to act because those with the means to celebrate get to feel warmth and comfort, while many others starve outside their windows. So will you donate to charity today? Absolutely nothing. Oh, so you would like to stay anonymous? Is that your wish? No. I wish to be left alone. That is what I wish. I can't even make myself happy during Christmas, and I have no desire to make lazy, good-for-nothing fools happy on my dollar. I help support the businesses and social programs I have mentioned with my own tax dollar, and trust me, they cost nothing. And you mean to tell me that my tax dollars are not enough? Sir, many can't work, and many more would rather die, see? If they would rather die, then I will supply the bullets if they supply the gun. Making lazy assholes happy is not my business. My business is making money, and it occupies me constantly. I work this hard for my entire life, and you want me to give it all up for what? Charity? For fucking charity? His nose deep in his books. He vaguely hears the dinner bell being rung in the workhouse. He looks up as if he has heard it, but never focuses on the actual scene. The warder of the poorhouse stands in a pool of light at the far left, slowly ringing a bell. Time for dinner, everyone. Get in line. The poorly clad, dirty residents of the poorhouse line up and file by to get their evening dish of gruel, wordlessly accepting it and going back to eat listlessly in the gloom. Scrooge returns to the business of his office. The procession continues for a moment, then the image of the poorhouse is hidden by darkness. The dejected gentleman visitor exits. Close the damn door, Cratchit. I'm not trying to heat the whole town. Can you believe that guy? Charity. <laughs> Suddenly carolers appear on the platform, and a few phrases of their carol, angels we have heard on high, are heard. Scrooge looks up. Cratchit! Cratchit! What now, sir? Get back to work. It's closing time now. 
Oh, really? Uh, and it's Christmas Eve, sir. Wonderful. I guess that means you'd like tomorrow off now, wouldn't you? If I could, sir, I would appreciate it. I'm sure you would appreciate it. What I know you wouldn't appreciate is if I was to subtract a day's wage from your salary for missing work. Though you expect me to pay you for not being here. That I do not appreciate. It's only once a year, sir. Fine. Be here early on the 26th, then. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yes, yes. Now get out before I change my mind. Yes, sir. Merry Christmas, sir. Fucking Christmas. As soon as Cratchit opens the door, the sounds of the mean street begin, very bright and loud. Cratchit is caught up in a swell of people hurrying down the street. Children pull him to the top of table with an ice shot slide, and he slams a mango white claw. Bazinga! Disappearing in darkness, puking his brains out, Scrooge goes around the room blowing out candles, talking to himself. He turns the key toward the door, and the face of Bob Marley, Scrooge's deceased business partner, Ganja enthusiast, and music provider, swims out of the darkness. Scrooge watches, unable to speak. He fumbles for a match, lights the lantern, and swings it toward the figure, which melts away. Scrooge fits the key in the lock, and turns it as the door suddenly is opened from the inside by the porter, spars it. Scrooge is startled, then recovers. Jesus, Sparset, don't scare me like that. Sorry, sir. Just close the door. It's freezing out there. Did you knock, sir? Did I knock? Well, no. Whatever, just light the way upstairs. Yes, sir. He leads Scrooge up the stairs. They pass the cook on the way. Scrooge brushes by here, stops, looks back, and leans toward him. Would you like something to eat, sir? No, no, I'm fine. Merry Christmas, sir. Scares me half to death and then wishes me Merry Christmas. Ha! Fucking Merry Christmas. Here we are, sir. Finally. Good night, Sparset. Good night. Merry Christmas, sir. Yes, yes. Now get out! He closes the door after Sparset, turns toward his chamber, and discovers the charwoman, a woman hired to do cleaning, directly behind him. <sighs> Warm your bed for you, sir? What the hell? Get out! Yes, sir. She starts for the door. Marley's voice is heard mumbling something unintelligible. Did you hear that? Me, sir. Not a thing, sir. Whatever. Good night. <sighs> Good night. She exits and Scrooge pantomimes shutting the door behind her. He climbs up to open a window and looks down. A cathedral choir singing O Come, All Ye Faithful is heard in the distance. Scrooge listens a moment, shuts the window, and prepares for bed. Scrooge, ready for bed, warms himself before the heap of coals. Scrooge escapes to his bed, sits up in bed, listens, hears the chains of Marley coming up the stairs. Scrooge reaches for the bell pull to summon Sparset. The bell responds with a gong, and Marley appears. He and Scrooge face one another. What the hell do you want with me? That ass! Nah, just playing, man. Who in the fuck are you? What are you, blind man? I'm the ghost of Zion, you dig, man? Who were you, asshole? In life, man, I was your partner. Your brother from another mother. You're right or die, Bob Marley. No way. That fucker's dead. I watched him lower him into the dirt. <laughs>
Seven years ago tonight, man. Ebenezer Scrooge. Shit went south real quick, ya see? Why are you here at 3 a.m.? Can ghosts not tell time? I have no choice, Scrooge. I have to do whatever my ghost pimp tells me to do, man. So you were told to come here at 3 a.m.? Kind of gay, don't you think? And what about that gold chain? This chain? Look at it, man. Ebenezer. Check it out. Locks and diamonds and golden coins. I earned this chain with each day I shuffled this hustle, man. Making that cash, you dig? Money. Greed. Power, Scrooge. Feel them. Know them. Your chain was dope as this seven years ago, and you kept grinding ever since I died, so it's gonna be raw as hell now. What the hell? If you're here to keep me up all night, I have no time for it. It is late, I am cold, and I want to go to fucking sleep. Well, Scrooge, I was told to talk to you tonight to give you a chance, fool. A chance for what? You're going to be visited by three ghosts here soon, man. Oh, I'm so fucking scared. I ain't fucking around, Scrooge, man. I'm sure you're not. If you don't listen, you'll end up like me, a ghost with a sick chain and no honeys to get with. I don't even believe in ghosts. It's 3 a.m., the witching hour. My brain is just making you up. Except your first visit tomorrow. When the clock shows one, man, the second, the next night at the same hour. The third upon the next night, when the last stroke of 12 has ended. I will not be back, man. I must continue to look for ghost honeys. Just remember what I say. If you don't want to become a ghost, man. Marley! Wait, wait, Ma Marley! At Marley's last words, a funeral procession begins to move across the stage. A boy walks in front, a priest follows, swinging a censer. Sounds of mourning and the suggestion of church music are heard. Scrooge pulls shut the bed curtains. The bell sounds are picked up. The clock begins to chime, ringing the hours. Scrooge sits up in bed and begins to count the chimes. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, it can't be twelve. Midnight? No, not twelve, it can't be. I haven't slept the whole day through. Twelve? Yeah, yeah, twelve, noon, black. Twelve midnight, I must get up. A day wasted, I must get down to the office. Quarter past, but it just rang twelve. Fifteen minutes haven't gone past, not so quickly. A quarter to one, the spirit, it's to come at one. At one. The hour is struck again by a large street clock and the first spirit appears. It is a figure dressed to look like Bigfoot with an axe. No, actually it's a little doll. But how cool would it be if it was Bigfoot with an axe? Sorry, on with the show. Hello! Are you the spirit whose coming was foretold to me? I am. Who the hell are you? Well, silly, I'm the ghost of Christmas past. Long past? No, silly, your past. Why in the ghost of Liberace are you here? For you. Get up, sunshine, we're going for a walk. I am mortal still. I cannot pass through air, dumbass. Okay, tone it down, take my hand. But don't get any ideas, I'm seeing someone. Scrooge grasps the spirit's hand in a weird, uncomfortable way, and the doll's bell rings softly. Scrooge remembers a scene from his past in which two boys greet each other in the street. Yo, what up, Jack? Ah, you know, chillin', killin'. Jack Walton. Young Jack Walton. Spirits. Merry Christmas, son. Yes, yes, I remember him. Both of them. Little Ben Benjamin, he used to... See you late, cuz? They're, they're off for the holidays and going home from school. Little bitches. 
Christmas time. All of the children off home now. No, no, not all. There was one. The spirit motions for Scrooge to turn, and he sees a young boy playing with a stuffed chupacabra doll and talking to it. Yes, reading. Dumbass poor boy. I wonder what he's reading. Reading? Oh, it was nothing. Fancy, all fancy. And make believe and take me away. All of it, yes, nonsense. Cthulhu? Yes, that was it. Genie, take me to the Necronomicon. Yes, oh master, and jewels I shall bring you, and gold and myrrh and frankincense. And they summoned him, do you remember? The defiled one, at the gates of hell, in his tomb, asleep. Yes, yes, the cultists turned the demon's life upside down and stood him on his head. Served him right, I say. And all the virgins were sacrificed. Scrooge pretends to pour water on the mugway and feed it a Snickers bar after midnight. Yes, yes, and running through them, this and this and this for each of you. Yes, and remember, and remember Gizmo. And Stripe. Yes, Stripe. I loved him best. With his stripey green body, his sharp teeth drooping along and couldn't sink. La, 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 la. But could talk. And a thing like lettuce growing out of the top of his head. And he used to sit on the top of a tree up there. And Billy. And he thought the gremlin said... The Kremlin said, Billy, where you been? Gizmo Kaka, Billy, where you been? Poor Gizmo. Poor child. Poor, poor child. Why poor? Fancy, fancy. It's his way, a child's way, to lose being alone in dreams. Dreams. Never matter if they are nonsense. Yes, nonsense. Just a bunch of bullshit. But he'll be all right. Grow out of it. Yes. Yes, he did outgrow it the nonsense became a man and left there and he became yes he became a man and yes successful rich never matter never matter fan scrooge's sister runs in and goes to child scrooge in non-michael jackson kind of way fan brother dear brother fan get the fuck off me i've come to bring you home home for good and ever Come with me, come now. She takes his hand and they start to run off, but the spirit stops them and signals for the light on them to fade. They look at the spirit, aware of their role in the spirit's education of Scrooge. Let me watch them go. Let them be happy for a moment. A delicate, delicate child. A breath might have withered her. She dies a woman and had, as I remember, lots of little kiddos. She had one child, dumbass. Your nephew, though. Yes, yes, Fred, that dumb shit. Well, well, all of us have that, haven't we? Childhood's sadness. But we grow and we come men, masters of ourselves. The spirit gestures for the music Fezziwig's party to begin. It is heard first as from a great distance, then Scrooge becomes aware of it. I've no time for it, spirit. Music and all your Christmas bullshit. Yes, yes, I've learnt what you have to show me. Fezziwig, young Ebenezer, and Dick, yes Dick. D-I-C-K appear, busily preparing for the party. Hey, yo there, Ebenezer. Dick, how y'all doing today? Fezziwig is old Fezziwig that I apprenticed under. Your master! Oh, yes, and the best that any boy could ever have. There's Dick Wilkins. Bless me. He was very much attached to me, was Dick. Poor Dick. Dear, dear Dick. Dick. Hey, Dick. Oh, poor Dick. Hey, yo, my boys. Now, no work tonight. 
Christmas Eve, Dick. Christmas, Ebenezer. Let's have the shutters up before a man can say, Holly Jack motherfucking Robinson. The music keeps bumping. Chandeliers are pulled into position, and mistletoe, holly, and ivy are draped over everything by bustling servants. New dancers fill the stage for Fezziwig's wonderful Christmas gig. In the midst of the dancing and the laughter servants pass back and forth through the crowd with huge platters of Totino's pizza rolls. At a pause in the music, young Ebenezer, who is bumping and grinding, calls out, Mr. Fezziwig, sir, you're a wonderful master. A, a wonderful, wonderful master. master. A wonderful master. The beats stop dropping suddenly, and the dancers jerk into distorted postures, and then begin to move in slow motion. Kind of like dropping acid at a bowling alley for Charlie Sheen's birthday. The celebrants slowly exit, performing a ghoulish dance to the jarring sounds. Just because he gave us a party? It was very small, I don't like him small. <laughs> small? He spent a few pounds of your mortal money, three, four at the most. Is that so much that you stick your entire head up his whole ass? But it wasn't the money. He had the power to make us happy, to make our service light and burdensome. The happiness he gives is quite as great as if it had cost a fortune. That's what a good master is. Oh! No, 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 no nothing, nothing, nothing. Something, I think. I, I should like to be able to say a word or two to my clerk just now. That, that's all. But this is all in your past, you fucking dumbass. Your clerk Cratchit couldn't be here. No, no, of course not. An idle thought. Are, are, we, are we done? Nearly. Uh, surely it's enough. Haven't you tormented me enough? Listen, I only show the past what it was promised to you. Look, another promise. Oh, oh yes, I've forgotten. Her. Don't they dance beautifully? So young, so young. I would have married her if only... Can you love me, Ebenezer? I bring no money into my marriage, only me. Only love in this sweet, sweet ass. It is no currency that you can buy and sell with, but we can live with it. Can you? I release you, Ebenezer, for the love of the man you once were. Will that man win me again, now that he is free? If only you had held me to it. You should not have let me go. I was young. I did love you. We have never lied to one another. May you be happy in the life you have chosen. Goodbye. No. No, it was not meant that way. Oh, so now you want to up and play Prince Charming. Oh, honey, don't you get it? I represent all the times that you fucked up in your past. She was a really nice girl, and you broke her poor little heart. So now, Ebenezer Scrooge, all of the things you could have done are, are here to torture your dumb ass. Then leave me. I have done with them. I shall live with them as I have, as I do, as I will, you dick. Oh, tone it down, okay? There is another Christmas, seven years ago, when Bob Marley died. No, I will not see it. I will not. He dies. I could not prevent it. I did not choose for him to die on Christmas Day. And when his day was chosen, what did you I looked after his affairs. His business. Yes, his business, mine. It was all I had, all that I could do in this world. I have nothing to do with the world to come after. Then just like your girlfriend, I will leave you. Not yet. Don't leave me here. Tell me what I must do. What of the other spirits? They will come, Giggity. And you? What of you? I am always with you. Scrooge drunk AF. 
heads to bed the sounds of chiming bells can be faintly heard. Scrooge sits upright in bed as he hears the chimes, just like a drive-by with an AK-47 in Detroit. Yes, Detroit. Sorry, Detroit listeners, there is no other way to describe the scene. One minute until one. No one here. No one's coming. Okay, so you've robbed people of their guns and you've burglarized five or six houses? Sure. You're burglarizing houses. How long have you been doing this? Peor. Oh, that's easy. You turn to your right, all this guy is stealing the money. Okay, and so in in these, what do you get out of these five or six houses that you burglarized? Stealing all the money from the country. Uh-huh. Uh, how many guns did you steal? Here's the thing, all right? People were like, what's happening, sucker? And this was all in the town where you live? Mexico. And you didn't do this alone, you did it with others? It was like, all right, sucker. Do you realize that you've just confessed to five or six home burglaries on videotape, on national television, and the location? You know, the closest thing to this is... No. Oh my god! Sucker! A light comes on. Scrooge becomes aware of it and goes slowly to it. He sees the second spirit, the spirit of Christmas present, who looks like Fezziwig. Fezziwig! Hello, Scrooge. But you can't be Fezziwig. He's been dead for years. Motherfucker, do I look like Fezziwig? Yes, yes you do. And do I sound like him, asshole? Yes, you do. Well, I'm not. (laughs) I'm just fucking with you, old timer. You should see that dumbass look on your face. Wait, so you're not? No, Mr. Scrooge. You ain't never seen a motherfucker like me before. I'm the one and only badass ghost of Christmas present. Woo! But, but... But what, man? You see what you want to see, Scrooge. No more, no less. Let's take a walk. Come on, it's Christmas Eve. But I'm still in my nightgown. Son of a bitch, no wonder they sent me to talk to you. Take my tails, Gramps. We're leaving. Wait, 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 we can't yet. This motherfucker. I do not get paid enough for this shit. What is it now? What did you call yourself earlier? You said ghost of Christmas, uh, present? And seriously, did your parents drop you? Yes, I did. I am the ghost of Christmas present. Now... Today, this moment, whatever you choose to call it. Then we are traveling here? In this town? London? Just down there? You are not the brightest bulb in the box, are you, Scroogey? Yes, of course. Where the hell else would we go? Read my lips. Present. Then could we walk, please? The whole flying idea does not sit well with an old man like myself. Oh, now you're talking shit about my flying. Breathe, present, breathe. This is how you got locked up last time. It's your Christmas, Scroogey. I am only the guide. Then we walk. Why? Where are you guiding me to? Wait, locked up? Damn, you ask a lot of questions. Bob Cratchits, you happy now? My clerk. You did want to talk to him, right? Ah, it's fine. Don't worry, Scrooge. You won't have to. Shouldn't be much of a trip. How long do you think it would take? More time than you have, you tight-ass old coot. At least that long. Scrooge and the spirit start to step off a curb when a funeral procession enters with a child's coffin, 
followed by their poor house children, who are singing. Follow me, Scrooge. The procession follows the coffin. Scrooge and the spirit follow after the procession. As they leave, Mrs. Cratchit sings as she puts Tiny Tim and the other children to bed, all in one bed. Weird? She pulls a dark blanket over them. Why's it gotta be dark? Anyway. When you wake, you shall have all the pretty little iPads, laptops, Ugg boots and candy, all the expensive things you could ever want. To sleep now, all of you. Christmas tomorrow. Bob, how did our tiny Tim behave today? He was wonderful, dear. He told me, coming home, that he hoped all the people who saw him in the church because he was a cripple and might be important for those in the church to see someone with such ailment and remember who healed the lame and sick on his birthday. He's such a pure boy. The second spirit and Scrooge enter. Mrs. Cratchit feels a sudden draft, like Marilyn Monroe being a whore on a New Year's Street sewer vent. Wow. It is drafty in here. Let me close the door. Hurry up, motherfucker, before she closes the door. Do you have to be so rude? I'm coming. Uh, if you had to look at you like I do, you'd be rude too. Wow, okay. Anyway, can they hear us? Well, no. Though I might have to say something to them on your behalf. Keep on being such an asshole. No, 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 wait. We are here to listen. Oh. Oh, yes. All right. Let's sit by the fire, but don't say a fucking word. Listen up, everyone. I raise this glass and propose a toast to Mr. Scrooge. I give you Mr. Scrooge, the founder of the feast. The founder of the feast, indeed. I wish that bastard was here. I'm sure he'd be hungry, the way that man feeds on the joy and happy of others. I'd give him a nice big piece of my mind to feast on. Dear, please, it's Christmas Eve. Oh, I am well aware. It's only on a day like today when we drink to the health of such an odious, stingy, hard, unfeeling asshat as Mr. Scrooge. You know he is, Robert. I only know one thing on Christmas, that one must be willing to forgive others. I'll drink to his health for your sake, it being Christmas Eve, but not for him. Long life to him. Mm. A Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. He'll be very merry and very happy, I have no doubt. If he cannot be, we must be happy for him. We need some music. Timmy. Play that funky music, my boy. Shush. I've just gotten him to sleep, and he needs all the rest he can get. If he's asleep on Christmas Eve, we'd be terrible parents. Tim, he must sing. Dear, there's nothing else that would help him more. Yes, Father, you called for me? Oh, wonderful, you're still awake. Barely. I can hardly sleep with you while making so much noise. A song then, son. The children awaken and, led by Tiny Tim, sit up to sing Bitch Better Have My Money. As they sing... Scrooge speaks. Spirit! Uh, I have seen enough. When the spirit signals to the children, they leave, singing the Rihanna tune quietly because Chris Brown said keep it down. Tiny Tim remains, covered completely by the dark blanket, disappearing against the black. Tiny Tiny Tim, what's wrong with the lad? He's cosplaying as Batman. 
He's sick, numbnuts. Even a song cannot keep him whole through a cold winter. But I had no idea. If they would rather die, then I will supply the bullets if they supply the gun. Making lazy assholes happy is not my business. You need to get that kind of shit out your head, Scroogey. You are not the judge. Do not judge them. It looks to me that at the time of judgment in front of the gates of heaven, you will be found to be worthless and judged less fit to live than millions like this poor man's child. You turd. Keep this in mind, idiot. I'm late for an appointment. Later, Scrooge. Wait, why is there no happiness in Christmas present? Oh, there is. Take me there. I need to see it to believe it. Sure. It's at the home of your nephew. No. Anywhere but there. Ah, okay, fine. Then there is none. But that isn't enough. You must show me. There has to be some happiness somewhere other than with my nephew's house. You want me to teach you, Scrooge? Look at yourself, you sad excuse for a man. But the first spirit gave me more. That bowl of Lucky Charms is Christmas past. There's all kinds of shit he could choose from. I only have this day. One day. 24 fucking hours, Scrooge. I've had more than enough of your thick-headed bullshit. Christmas present must be gone at midnight. That is near now. He speaks to two beggar children who pause shyly. The children are thin and sickly, they are barefoot and wear filthy rags, and for just $9.99 a month, you can help these poor children in need. Hoops, wrong spot. Come, children. Are they the last spirit who is to come to me? They are no spirits, they are real. Hunger and ignorance, not spirits, Scrooge, passing dreams. They are real, they walk your streets, they look to you for comfort, and you... Deny them. Don't deny them for too long, Scrooge. They will grow and multiply, and they will not remain children. Have they no place to go? No way to get help? Are there companies looking to hire workers? Is welfare and unemployment not enough for them to get by? Come, children. It's Christmas Eve. He leaves with the children. Scrooge is entirely alone for a long moment. He is frightened by the darkness and feels it approaching him. Suddenly he stops, senses the presence of the third spirit, turns toward him, and sees him. The spirit is bent and cloaked. No physical features are distinguishable. You must be the third spirit, the ghost of Christmas future. Speak to me, please. Tell me what is to happen, to me, all of us. You must, now, I beg, show me what I must see. I know it, I know it too well. Dead flowers, high mortgage payment, cold and lifeless, it's my home. What the? Thieves? Call the police. There are thieves in my room. I cannot. You cannot tell me that I must watch them and do nothing. I will not. I paid for all of that shit. He rushes into the house to claim his belongings and to protect them. The two women do not notice his presence. Just like the two women who never notice Riley. Oh snap. Back to the performance. He ain't right here, is he? <laughs> Poor Scrooge has met his end. About damn time for it, too. His Instagram has been empty forever. Wait, where's Spossit? Looking for someone, ladies? Ah! I got more than enough to go around. Oh, come on, man. 
There ain't enough but for the two of us. Oh, there's more than enough if you know where to look. Kind of fucked up is what I'd say real fucked up. The poor old fella hardly cold and you're thieving his wardrobe. Oh, okay. So then you're leaving, huh? <sighs> There's no time for that. Sparsit acknowledges Scrooge for the first time, gesturing toward him as if the living Scrooge were the corpse. Scrooge stands as if rooted to the spot, held there by the power of the spirit. Or if you don't believe in offensive content, glue. Now, lady, he ain't here to bother us, is he? No, he's dead as a doornail or the fingernail done at the Korean nail shop. I got that off of Pinterest. What the hell does that even mean? Lady, come on, that we thought. They're gold, ain't they? The purest. I always had a thing for that nightcap of his. My old man could use it. Being a man of more practical taste, I'll go for his underpants and hope the smell ain't permanent. Cook, we go again for round two? Do you think that little bell he's always ringing at me is silver enough to sell? No more. No more. I cannot. I cannot. The room is a cheerless place that is too familiar. I won't see it. Let us go from here. I've paid entirely too much for this shit anywhere but here. The spirit directs his attention to the Cratchit house. The children are sitting together near Mrs. Cratchit, who is sewing a pillow. Yes, in Ohio we call it a pillow. Peter reads by the light of the coals. No, I am your father. (sighs) I am beat. It's about time for bed, isn't it, Peter? Where is your father? Past it, I think. But he walks slower now than he used to these last few days. He always used to walk so fast with Tiny Tim on his shoulders. But he was very light to carry and his father loved him so much. So that it was no trouble. No trouble at all. Smiles, everyone, smiles. My dear son, Peter, how is it coming? Nearly done. Yes, good. I'm sure that'll be done long before Sunday. Sunday? You went today then, Robert? Yes. It's... it's all ready. It's set for two o'clock, in a nice place for him to rest. It would have been wonderful for you to see how green it is, but you'll see it often. I promised him that... That I would walk there on Sunday, often. We can't spend too much money on it, Robert. No. No, he wouldn't have wanted that. You won't guess who I saw there. Scrooge's nephew, Fred. And he asked about us. And said he was sorry to hear the news. And to give his respect to my sexy wife. How he ever knew that? I don't know. Knew what, my dear? That you were a sexy beast. God. Everybody knows that. Mom's a whore. I hope that they do. Heartly sorry, he said, for your sexy wife and if I can be of any service to you in any way. And he gave me his card. Call Fred for a good time, it says. And Peter, I shouldn't be at all surprised if he got you a position in the office. That would be great, Peter. Then maybe you can contribute to this family for once. And there is a sexy young receptionist there that you could totally hook up with. Oh, 
I need to get a hold of this Fred fella right now. Well, it will happen. One day Peter will get a job and get laid. But remember, when that day comes, we must not forget poor tiny Tim and him watching over us from beyond. What the fuck? First, she is not a handsome lady. Second, he, he dies? No, 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 this cannot be. He steps back and the scene disappears like Neverland Ranch when it was ransacked by the FBI. He cannot die. No, you cannot tell me that he has died. This is Christmas yet to come. I will not let it happen. I promise, Spirit, I will be there. I want to be able to help. Spirit, hear me. I am not the man I was. I will not be that man that I have been for so many years. Why show me all of this if I am past all hope? There must be something I can do. Assure me that I may change these visions you have shown me. Let the boy live. I will honor Christmas in my heart and try to keep it all year long. I will in the past, the present, and the future. The spirits of all three shall live within me. I will not shut out the lessons that they teach. Oh, tell me that I am not too late. Scrooge wakes up in bed. The third spirit has disappeared. Scrooge awakens and looks around his room. Holy fucking shit! Was all of that a dream? Those visions! They have to be dreams. They must be. I don't know what to do. I feel like I just got laid. It must be Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Me Merry Christmas. A happy new year to all the world. Hello there. Woo, what a day of the month it is. How long did the spirits keep me? Never mind, I don't care. He opens the window and calls to a boy in the street below. Annie, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? You there, poor street boy. What's today? You what, mate? What's the day, my fine fellow? Today? Why, you crippled old fool? It's Christmas Day, I paid the fool. It's Christmas Day! I haven't missed it. The spirits have done it all in one night. They can do anything they like. Of course they can. Of course they can save Tim. Hello, my fine fellow. Now, what the hell do you want? Do you know the liquor shop in the next street at the corner? You'll bet your ass I do. An intelligent boy, a remarkable boy. Do you know whether they've sold the prize liquor that was up there? Not the cheap one, the top shelf one. You what? You mean the bloody one with the black V on it? What a delightful boy. Yes, my bucko. Voodoo. It's sitting up there now. It is. Go and buy it right away. Oh, right. Let me pull the shillings out of me arse, you moppet. I'm serious, son. Go and buy it and tell them to bring it here that I may give them the directions where to take it. Come back with the clerk and I'll give you a shilling. Come back in less than two minutes and I'll give you half a crown. Oh, shite. Be right back, mate. I'll send it to Bob Cratchit's. He won't know who sent it. It's twice the size of Tiny Tim and such a magic Christmas dinner it will make. I have to get dressed. It's Christmas Day. I must be in all my best for such a day. Where's my China silk shirt? What? Back already? And such a vodka is is. Why, you can't carry that all the way to Cratchit's ear, boy. Here is your half a crown, and here an address in Camden Town. See that it gets there. Here, money for the cap, for the voodoo, and for you, good man. The boy and the clerk, delighted, catch the money and run out. Scrooge sees the familiar gentleman visitor riding by the window on a Mothman motorcycle. Hello, sir! Hello, Mr. Scrooge! My dear sir, how do you do? I hope you succeeded yesterday. It was very kind of you to stop by to see me. Mr. Scrooge? Are you alright? You pretty much told me to fuck off, see? 
Yes, that is my name, and I fear it may not be one you like anymore. Allow me to ask your forgiveness, and will you have the kindness of taking this to your good work, sir? Holy shit! My dear Mr. Scrooge, are you serious? If you please, not a penny less. A great many back payments are included in it, I assure you. Will you do me that favor? My dear sir, I don't know what I could say to such generosity. Say nothing. Accept it. Come and see me sometime. Will you come and see me? I will, sir. Thank you. I am much obliged to you. I thank you 50 times. God bless you and Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you, sir. Now, which is the way to that nephew's house? Girl, you, girl. Yes, sir. Can you find me a taxi, miss? I can't, sir, but it's gonna cost you. Here is a shilling for your help. Can you show me the way to this home? Yes, sir. It's right down the street. Good man. Come up, girl. Come with me. Would you be an old man's guide to a Christmas dinner? I would, sir, and God bless you. Yes, God bless us, everyone. Raising his voice almost in song and pours a shot of voodoo. Driver, cheers to Christmas. They exit, all three singing joy to the world. They arrive at the Cratchit's house. The Cratchits are there with Tiny Tim. All stop moving and talking when they see Scrooge standing in the center, embarrassed and humble rumble bumble tumble fumble. Well... Very glad to be here at my nephew's house. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas! Oh, happy holidays. Oh, yes. God bless every one of you cunts. Happy holidays from the Midnight Train podcast and... One, two, three, four... Shoo, shoo, motherfuckers! The Midnight Train podcast would like to state that no animals were harmed during this production. Happy holidays from me, Evan, the robot with a shitty job and no life. Ha. Good night.